that's my number one goal is to actually make communications really interesting and that the reader actually wants to read. I think that sets me apart. I'm highly creative and a great problem solver. And I also have a high level of positive energy. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year, we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on leadership, management and coaching. When we think of leadership management and coaching, we often think of doing all of the things, but often it's a person that's able to build up their team, that's able to cultivate a creative and innovative culture so that people can excel and actually be their own leaders. So that's why this month we're focusing on those three big topics because they make a huge impact on the organizations that we're part of. Now, you'll hear some of those topics this month, and of course, some really great perspectives on how people are even defining leadership, which I think is extremely exciting. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Marie Gettle Gill Martin of Fertile Ground Communications. Marie, it's great to have you on the show. Great to be here, Gresh. And it's so great to actually put a voice to your name. I did a little bit of research on you, and I see that you are a fellow English major and communicator with a background in environmental, the environmental industry like me. So that's very cool. Yes, absolutely. That's what I love most about having fellow podcasters on the show is you get that opportunity to realize that we're a lot, lot more alike than we are different and get that opportunity to hear those stories, hear what passions people have is, is phenomenal. So I appreciate you so much for taking some time out and being on the show. And before we jumped into the interview, I wanted to read a little bit more about Marie so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Marie is the founder of Fertile Ground Communications, and she is a writer and marketing communications coach who loves to connect people and resources or solve seemingly impossible problems. She guides clients in discovering what makes them special and helps them share what that is with the world. She has two podcasts, Finding Fertile Ground, features grit and resilience stories from historically excluded populations and companies that care highlights business leaders who are working to create a better world for all. Bree helps clients communicate about pressing issues, creates compelling websites that showcase company culture, implements world-class sustainability and community engagement strategies, ghostwrites for her clients to position them as experts in their field communications that boosts employee engagement and coaches leaders and executives on how to strengthen communications and leadership. And then she helps win work by writing compelling, unbeatable proposals and award applications. And finally, she coordinates authors and reviewers to produce documents in one voice. Marie, super excited to have you on the show here about all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Awesome. Let's make it happen then. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. 
Yes. Yeah, so I worked my way up the career ladder for 29 years in the corporate world. And as I mentioned before, I was in the environmental consulting industry. I worked for a really big global firm called CH2M Hill. And so throughout that time, my 28 years there, I found myself being in major leadership roles and reinventing myself over and over again. And my favorite part of that time was for 13 years, I managed 70 publications professionals around the Northwest, which really felt like running my own company. When I look back on it, I had you know this high degree of autonomy and freedom, and uh, I was able to cultivate an outstanding team. I also had a boss for much of that time who really gave me that freedom and he was an awesome mentor for me. So I got my job eliminated that uh, after I moved into sustainability communications uh, when my company was acquired. And I found my what I thought was my ideal job within one month. And it was working as a, a very small company's first communications manager. But the, my first day of the job was horrible. Oh, no. <laughs> And I stuck it out for a year and then my job got eliminated like a year after I started. So, oh, no. yeah. So it, it took all that to finally start my own business and realize that's what I'm meant to be doing. So I also have reflected on the fact that all my experience in the corporate world, reinventing myself, as I mentioned, that completely prepared me to start and run my own business. And the reason that I call myself Fertilogram Communications is I had an epiphany one morning when I thought, this is what I need. This is what I need to do is find my own fertile ground mm. in my career. So it's a very powerful meaning for me, the name of my company. Awesome. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you work with your clients. I know I touched on it a little bit, but you, could you take us through like how you serve the clients you work with? Yeah, so I specialize in translating lackluster jargon filled or technical prose into clear dynamic narrative and i help them do that by uh, for example i can be a communications manager on retainer with my clients i also have done a lot of website copy in the first couple of years i that's an easy way to get communications clients but really what i love to do is really work in partnership with the clients in communicating whatever they need communicating so in the last six months, one of my fun gigs has been working for one of our local counties here in Oregon with their COVID communications. Nice. So it, I know it doesn't sound fun, but, <laughs> but it's been, it's my, <laughs> yeah, it's very important. And what is really, what it's tapped into is my love of research. Mm. So I do like a weekly newsletter every week with three important things to know about COVID. And they give me topics, but I do the research and then I write it. And that's been really interesting for me. And I just took on a new client a few weeks ago that's a nonprofit here in Oregon that is advocating for arts and culture and humanities. So those are some fun ones, but I also, what I'd really like to do more of is working in partnership with like corporate clients to be their adjunct communications person, people like companies that don't actually have uh, communications or marketing teams on staff. So that's my sweet spot. And so I can provide internal and external communications, marketing, social media, leadership coaching, and I work with companies, government organizations, and nonprofits. 
Nice. I almost feel like, and I don't know if you would echo the same thing that we sometimes don't understand like how valuable communication is until it's not there. And when it's not there, that's when things just become chaotic. So I appreciate you so much in in helping people to be able to like articulate those things, because I think it's easier said than done. And so many times you need somebody that has that experience, has that expertise to be able to, I guess, translate for lack of a better term, what we're thinking into like how we're in these and manifest itself. I want to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. So you might have already touched on this, but this is for yourself or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, you know, I, I say that I make business communications painless for my clients because a lot of people are really, really struggle to actually put words to the page or actually they struggle to actually sound professional or uh, effective or get their points across. A lot of business communications is frankly boring really boring, right? <laughs> so boring. And so that's my number one goal is to actually make communications really interesting and that the reader actually wants to read. I think that sets me apart. I'm highly creative and a great problem solver. And I also have a high level of positive energy. Mm-hmm. So clients benefit from that as well as I think that I'm a great bridge between corporate and the smaller business side. I bring corporate business savvy combined with outstanding writing and strategic skills. And then the other thing that's different about my company is that even though I'm right now, you know, I'm a solopreneur right now, that's not going to always be the case. I have lots of goals, but I have a corporate social responsibility commitment, which is really unique for small businesses. I truly appreciate you for sharing that, of course, and doing that as well. And I think it, it makes so much sense in making sure that you are staying true to what those things are. But I think one of the things that we often forget or can forget is that we can make an impact in wherever we are and whatever we're hoping to do. And we have certain tools. And a lot of times it's that creativity that you talked about to think, how can I creatively maybe sometimes use my gifts or my talents to support certain causes or things that I value or even use my dollars or my resources or whatever that might be in a creative way. So I appreciate you and sharing that because it also, I think, creates that opportunity for us to think creatively about like how we can make the same impact and things that we value just as much. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody has, has different gifts and mm-hmm. how can you use your gifts to, how can you use your gifts to support a cause? Definitely. Absolutely. Love that. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? That's so hard to choose one. And I think it's a tie between, I'm going to cheat and give you two. Go for it. (laughs) It's a tie between Trello, which is a list maker, and Canva, which is a graphic design tool for non-graphic designers. So (laughs) making lists has always been part of my life, but I feel like it's absolutely critical now as a business owner. I have to make a list. I have to make a schedule for my day. So that helps me do that. And Canva... I worked for years. For most of my career, I worked with graphic designers. I had a graphic design department. (laughs) So so as a business owner, I don't have that. So it's a great tool for me to produce social media images and images of all sorts and brochures and flyers, et cetera, et cetera. And I can do that easily with a great resource of photos, non-royalty photos that I can use for my business. So I love both of those. 
Nice. I absolutely love that, those hacks as well, too. And I think Trello, a lot of times we were holding on and juggling so many different things as business owners or business leaders or professionals to have it in a place where you're able to make those lists and organize those things is, is huge because it allows you to be more present into the things at hand and being in, in whatever it is that we need to do. And a lot of times that's serving clients. And I, I love Canva just because it allows that opportunity, like you said, to be a graphic designer without having to, to do all the things that a graphic designer had to do, which probably go get the degree and do all those things that allows you to, to be able to use those templates and all of those, those stock images that they have within Canva as well too, so that you can, again, communicate graphically what it is that you're doing. Exactly. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. So when I first set, put out my shingle, I was connected to a lot of entrepreneurs who were business to consumer, partly because I enrolled in Marie Forleo's B-School. Mm-hmm. And so I got connected to all these B2C people. And I felt like I was a square peg in a round hole because I do, B, I do B2B almost entirely. And so, so I, this is something that I really, really noticed is that as a B2B tip, email funnels can really tick people off. And Mm. I would say right now, incessant emails are the go-to for B2C right now. But coming out of the corporate environment, if I get more than one or possibly two emails a week from a company, I immediately unsubscribe, which is like annoying emails, right? (laughs) It's just, it drives me crazy. And so when I gave that feedback to some of my, my B2C people in my like Facebook groups, they were all like, oh, we love to get lots of emails. Oh my gosh. From a corporate environment, that's just not the way you communicate. So, and and then to add to that, hard sales also really turns me off. And um, I want to see somebody's value by when they share freely of their expertise. You do that so well, Gresh. You know, you really <laughs> you. you put it all out there. And, and then, and I feel like once I know that they really know what they're talking about and they have something that is of value to me, then I might be interested in hiring you. And somebody who does that so well is a woman named Liz J. Simpson, who I actually just hired as a business coach um, last month because she provides these incredible webinars about how to get corporate clients to small businesses. It's definitely B2B. And she does all, she shares her expertise so freely. And she doesn't actually even tell you how much her services cost until the very, very end. And she just does it incredibly well. So she's sort of my mentor in that. like build relationships, share your expertise freely. And then if somebody asks you about hiring you, then share what your cost is. I think that's a really good, good approach for a lot of us. Yeah, I appreciate you so much in, in, in sharing that. And I think understanding who you're targeting, who you're interacting with, who you're communicating with at the end of the day is so important. And so I, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Marie, what's being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, for me, it means being able to create a company that's founded on my own values of compassion, inclusion, and respect for all. And it means being able to chase my own dreams instead of someone else's. And it means not have, not having to work for anyone I don't respect. And it means leading the way for others to follow their own dreams. Absolutely. Marie, truly appreciate that again. Appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, subscribe to your podcast, and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. 
Yeah, I think that my final word I would say to all business owners is, as I said before, the best way to establish credibility in the world is to share your expertise freely. So writing blog posts, sharing tips on social media, going on podcasts, becoming a public speaker. And if you're not updating your website regularly by writing blog posts, you're losing out on a huge share of SEO value. So that's one area that I can help people with if they're not comfortable writing or they they just need help getting the word out there and uh, enhancing their website with with blog posts and things like that yeah i'm available to assist with that kind of thing it's a huge opportunity and people can reach me on my website which is www.fertilegroundcommunications.com i have podcast two podcast tabs on my site for my different podcasts and i'm also looking for business leaders who are making a difference in the world through social impact or sustainability or some other way to showcase on companies that care. Yeah, definitely. So I would love to hear from anybody who wants to chat about communications or yeah, has any questions. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much again, Marie, and for all the work that you do, we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you. Thank you so much, Gresh. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.